Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. D.C.'s mayor on the decision to take the criminal code out of Congress's hands. I'm Megan Cloherty. How one county is trying to put a stop to illegal dumping. I'm John Doman. Could yard work get quieter in Montgomery County? I'm Kate Ryan. Mixed day on Wall Street at the closing bell Monday. The Dow was up 40. The Nasdaq was down 13. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. The desperate search goes on for four Americans who were kidnapped late last week in the Mexican border town of Matamoros. More from CBS's Christian Benavides. Their car had North Carolina license plates. Many times that you go into Mexico and they can identify you as an American citizen, they look at you as a quick money maker. Michael Vigil is the former head of international operations for the Drug Enforcement Administration. What happened in Mexico doesn't surprise you. It does not surprise me because kidnapping is a cottage industry. 23 people are facing domestic terrorism charges after a protest at the site of a proposed police and fire training facility near Atlanta. Details from CBS's Nora O'Donnell. Activists dressed all in black attacked the construction site and officers late Sunday with fireworks, Molotov cocktails, rocks and bricks. The police chief says many of those arrested were from outside Atlanta and their goal was anarchy. In Northern California, rescue crews are conducting safety checks of people buried in their homes by heavy snow. KOVR-TV reporter Andrew Hopner has been out in it. Sheriff's deputies are taking out the 4x4s for wellness checks. There was a lady who had uh, an emergency in the ambulance. They, they walked in about a quarter mile to get to her. Quite a few people saying that this is among the snowiest winters that they have ever seen up here in Amador County. The only real concern still getting the snow off the roofs as fast as possible before the next big dump of snow. California will no longer do business with one of the nation's largest pharmacy chains. More on the tweeted decision by Governor Gavin Newsom from CBS's Steve Futterman in Los Angeles. His tweet follows Walgreens' announcement that it will not send abortion pills by mail to 20 conservative-led states. The pharmacy made the announcement after attorney generals in those states said Walgreens could face legal action. Newsom says California won't be doing business with any company that cowers to extremists and puts women's lives at risk. Maple syrup tapping season is open in the great state of Maine. Governor Janet Mills released sap from a tree on the grounds of her official residence on Monday. Whether you prefer dark or rich or pale gold and delicate, there's a syrup for everyone and everyone's taste. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin has arrived in Baghdad. He said he's in Iraq to reaffirm the U.S.-Iraq strategic partnership as we move toward a more secure, stable, and sovereign Iraq. Austin is the highest-ranking cabinet official to visit the country since the beginning of the Biden administration. This is CBS News. It's a big world. Eight billion people on 200 million square miles of this planet. But the news you care about most is what happens in and around Washington. That's why we have more reporters covering more local stories. Here in Georgetown. Breaking news from Landover. Here at the federal courthouse. WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. WTOP at 303. Tuesday morning, it is March 7th, 2023. Increasing clouds, some of them dissipating as we head through the day. Mostly sunny by afternoon, blustery cooler, low to mid-50s for the high. 
Good morning. You're waking up to 43 degrees in our nation's capital right now. I'm Dean Blaine. Thanks for taking us along for your early morning ride, topping the local stories we're looking at for you as we head into this day together. We begin with 55-year-old Dana Hyde, who worked in the Clinton and Obama administrations. She's the woman killed when a business jet hit severe turbulence recently. The accident happened Friday on the jet flying from Keene, New Hampshire to Leesburg, Virginia. The National Transportation Safety Board says the jet may have had a stability problem before encountering turbulence. Investigators are looking at the plane's trim, the adjustments made to control surfaces. Dana Hyde of Cabin John, Maryland, died of blunt force injuries, according to the medical examiner. She served as counsel for the 9-11 Commission and also worked at the State Department and for the Office of Management and Budget. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. WTOP at 304. You may see some unusual activity in the skies over and around the district later today, this Tuesday, March 7th. The exercise will involve a Coast Guard MH-6565 helicopter and a single-engine prop plane. Now, NORAD, the North American Aerospace Defense Command, has a training exercise scheduled between 10 a and noon today. They may be flying as low, we're told, as 2,500 feet, but say you do not need to be alarmed by this. This is all part of the plan. It is part of NORAD's operation titled Falcon Virgo, which routinely trains air crews on different scenarios. It's being held in cooperation with the FAA today. A suspect is still at large this morning after sexually assaulting a teen Locally, at Knife Point on Four Mile Run Drive in Arlington, Arlington County investigators say it happened over the weekend Sunday night. They say the young girl was apparently walking around 9 p.m. on Sunday on Columbia Pike when she noticed someone apparently following her. When she turned on to South Four Mile Run Drive, the suspect grabbed her, she says, and pulled her into a wooded area and then assaulted her. After the man ran away, the teen was able to walk home and get help. Police are looking for a man wearing... A black jacket, last seen, and he had on black or gray sweatpants, they believe. Anyone with information is asked to come forward and talk to local police as soon as possible. D.C. Council Chair Phil Mendelson is making a last-ditch effort now to withdraw the district's new crime bill. The Senate is expected to vote on the resolution Wednesday midweek, and it's expected to pass. Local officials are weighing in this week on the revised criminal code. I'm Megan Cloherty. Mayor Muriel Bowser didn't express surprise at Chair Mendelson's decision to repeal the city's revised criminal code from Congress, noting it's not only up to the city to see its laws through. I've worked with Congresses that are Republican and Democrat. The district has waded through these waters before. We're doing it now. And we will work together to make sure the city has what it needs. Bowser did not support how the 100-year-old code was changed by the council, who overrode her veto. I don't do it willy-nilly. I do it as my charter responsibility to tell the council of the District of Columbia what I need to run this city. In Adams Morgan, Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. Trash and waste has long been a problem locally in Prince George's County anyway, be it litter or the... Straight-up dumping of bulk trash. More is being done now, we're told, to catch violators who don't seem to care. There are places where the county knows large amounts of trash are being dropped off for someone else to clean up at taxpayer expense. Some of those spots now have new hidden cameras on the lookout. This new technology is definitely going to help us to catch persons who are doing these heinous crimes. Tia Rutherford, the county's litter czar, says the County Department of the Environment got the new cameras through a grant from the Federal Department of Justice. 
They're movable and they work day and night. You're not going to spot them at all in the daytime nor in the night. John Dome in WTOP News. Yard work often means breaking out the leaf blower, right? And while users may appreciate them, the neighbors, not so much. They might complain. Montgomery County locally is considering now joining a number of states and counties who've banned gas-powered leaf blowers. The number one driver behind the effort to ban gas-powered leaf blowers in Montgomery County, it's all that racket, according to Montgomery County Council President Evan Glass. We're making sure that not only the residents who live in the vicinity of of the leaf blower noise uh, have some more comfort, uh, but also the workers uh, who are doing the hard labor. Some possible amendments could allow their use anywhere in the county where farming is already permitted. And Montgomery County would not be alone in banning gas-powered leaf blowers. D.C. and Chevy Chase Village have already banned or restricted their use. Kate Ryan. WTOP News. Good Tuesday morning, March 7th, 2023. Welcome into WTOP, where the time now is 3.08. Glad you're Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, let's check in now with Rich Hunter this morning in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, Dean, good start for folks traveling 95 northbound out of Fredericksburg, headed up toward the Beltway in Springfield. Good start this morning. No incidents in your way. Again, you do have the... Uh, oh, we should say express lanes open to you northbound without delay. 395 north, but the main lanes and the express lanes look good between the Beltway and the 14th Street Bridge. No early concerns along the George Washington Parkway in either direction. Now, they're still working in three locations on 95 southbound. First, as you approach and pass Route 123, they block the left lane of three. You get by without delay. Beyond that, you've got to work uh, as you head south of Route 610, exit 143, there the work zone blocks the right lane of three. But again, you're getting by without delay. And then the last work zone, southbound 95, as you head south, past Route 1, Spotsylvania, right around mile marker 125. The ongoing bridge deck work, there you get by a single file to right. But again, right now, just a brief but abrupt slowdown there as a result. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. We have seen some very warm days so far this year. We're not going to see a whole lot of them over the next couple of days. A cooler pattern moving in. Not colder, but cooler. We'll see temperatures on your Tuesday in the upper 40s to low 50s. And we'll see some 20 to 30 mile an hour winds, maybe up to 40 in spots. That's going to make things feel even cooler. As we make our way to the day on Wednesday, highs only in the upper 40s to around 50. Uh, we will see sunshine, but continued rather breezy. Thursday, better sunshine. High temperature of 54. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. We're at 45 degrees at Fort Belvoir, 45 College Park in Fairfax and on the National Mall. We're at 45 in our nation's capital as well. That seems to be the favorite temperature of the day. Brought to you this check by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. WTLP at 310. Good morning. Hey there, it's Luke Garrett with WTOP's DMV Download Podcast. Have you heard of Trank? Or what about Zombie Drug? Its medical name is Xylazine, and it's showing up in Maryland's illicit opiate drug supply. This drug was made to put animals to sleep, but when combined with an opiate, it can cause flesh-decaying wounds. Tune in to the latest episode of the DMV Download Podcast to hear how the state of Maryland is combating this emerging drug. We'll see you there. Money News at 10 and 40 on WTOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. 
Wall Street's focus today will be on Washington as Fed Chair Jerome Powell heads to Capitol Hill for the first of two days of testimony. He's expected to tell lawmakers that the Fed is ready to push interest rates higher than currently expected if inflation keeps coming in hot. Investors were cautious ahead of Powell's appearance. Wall Street began the week with an indecisive session that left the major averages little changed. Dick's Sporting Goods is expected to be a bright spot in the retail sector as it reports fourth quarter earnings this morning. Although sales are expected to be strong, Bloomberg Intelligence says it probably took a lot of heavy discounting to make it happen, putting a squeeze on profits. Paramount Global may look to sell its majority stake in BET. Sources say it's Paramount's latest effort to focus more closely on its Parikovsky on WTOP. This is WTOP News. Starting this week, local students at a high school in Manassas will now have to pass through new security screeners. Osborne High School is the first school actually in Northern Virginia to use this type of technology. The screeners are said to be different than metal detectors. They use artificial intelligence to detect weapons in bags. Students will not, for that reason, have to empty their pockets so they can move through the screeners more quickly. They still, though, have to remove their laptops. School officials say it is meant to make students and staff feel safer at schools. Schools in Alexandria and Prince William County, we're told, are also considering similar technology. Egg prices continue on the rise, and the bird flu is partially to blame for that. It's actually affected 58 million birds, and there's concern that the illness could potentially become a health concern for humans as well. The White House is now considering a mass vaccination campaign for chickens, hoping to tackle avian influenza. Cheryl Gay Stolberg, who covers health policy for the New York Times in Washington, explains when that might roll out. It would take time to scale up this kind of program. The Department of Agriculture tells us that it's testing some potential poultry vaccines. They'll probably know the results of those tests sometime around May. So it's not like this is imminent, but the White House is seriously considering it. Farm birds are already vaccinated against various diseases to keep them healthy. So this isn't really that much different. The bird flu outbreak, which began last year, is the biggest in the nation's history. It's the main ingredient considered in the medicines that you buy to help with congestion. Turns out it may not be effective at all. There is new research this week suggesting that the drug may not be helping you tackle that cold like you think it is. CBS News reporter Alexander Tin. Phenylephrine is the active ingredient in almost all of the cold and allergy and flu medications you typically see for decongestion on store shelves. And all of those that rely on phenylephrine, well, the studies now suggest that it simply isn't any more effective than if you took nothing, if you took a placebo. Now, of course, there is the possibility some of those medications could be mixed with other ingredients that are more effective. But the bottom line is most studies suggest that when you take phenylephrine as a tablet or a capsule or a syrup, it just doesn't work any more than what you might be thinking that it's helping you with. The FDA Food and Drug Administration will hold a meeting, we're told, this spring in April to weigh whether or not there is enough data to revoke the classification of the drug. Stay tuned. Weight Watchers has been around for decades. We all know that. Helping people try to eat right with their meals to lose weight as well. That would change as it buys the company Sequence. It's titled, 
which offers telehealth visits with doctors, doctors who can now prescribe weight loss drugs to WW members. There are critics of so-called quick-fix drugs like Ozempic for everyday people to lose weight fast. Critics like NYU professor of nutrition Marion Nessel, who says of the new partnership with telehealth doctors and Weight Watchers members... They've given up on diets. But Weight Watchers CEO Seema Sistani does not see it that way. There are biological underpinnings now that science has advanced to have chronic weight management medications to, to support that condition. She says the prescription drugs can be game changers for members. This is about addressing a chronic condition in the same way that one might think about high cholesterol or hypertension. Matt Piper, CBS News. Morning traffic is at its worst. Jack Taylor is at his best. Join John and Michelle and Jack on Traffic. WTOP News. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about, but you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. When you hire your local Servipro painters, you get the power of doing it right. Detailed project proposals, excellent customer service, and trusted professionals who get the job done on time and on budget. The power of experience. We're kings of the scaffolding and pros with the stucco. We've been there, done that. Get your project started at Servipro.com and get the power of pro. Each Servipro painter's business is independently owned and operated. WTLP at 317, an update on traffic and weather in one minute on WTLP. I'm Peter Greenberg, and this is today's Ion Travel Minute. Looking for a different museum experience? Try one that's floating. In Baton Rouge, Louisiana, there's the USS Kidd. In New Jersey, on the Delaware River, there's a legendary battleship, New Jersey. And you can even do overnight stays. In San Diego, head to the USS Midway. The aircraft carrier is more than 20 stories high and three football fields long, and they've done a great restoration of the ship with more than 30 aircraft on display. And then there's the USS Slater. It's the last remaining destroyer escort. There were 563 that were first built. It can be found on the Hudson River in New York. For more information, visit PeterGreenberg.com. I'm Peter Greenberg, and this is today's Eye on Travel Minute. The biggest names in politics. Whoa, that's news. Are we at a tipping point? Face the questions you want answered. Can you walk the American people through what happens next? Are you saying you did not ever hear of such a deal? Face the Nation with Margaret Brennan. Good Tuesday morning, March 7th. Welcome into WTLP. Time now is 318. Driving in weather on the 8s and when it breaks, Rich Hunter is with us this morning in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, still have the work zones on 66 eastbound early. First one uh, that was near 234 Business in Manassas, that one's been picked up and cleared. All lanes are open. Still working as you approach and pass underneath the Route 28. There you get by the work zone, single file to right. Through lanes are open at the Fairfax County Parkway, but the off-ramps to both northbound and southbound Fairfax County Parkway, uh, exits 55A and B are both blocked as a result of work. You're diverted up to Route 50. Now, as you approach Nutley Street, had a short work zone in the right lane. And then the next one, as you cross over the Beltway, 
headed toward Falls Church there. You get by the work zone, single file to the left. Uh, good news is, as of late, they have not stopped traffic in the work zone, so traffic seems to be moving okay there. But keep in mind, you are down to a single lane uh, to the left there, and actually you're kind of squeezing the left shoulder there as you go by. Uh, so just be aware. Uh, but again, not much in the way of delays. And once you clear that inside the Belleville, you're in good shape all the way up through Roslyn and the Roosevelt Bridge, no other incidents in your way. So that's at least some good news there. Now, if you're traveling westbound, they were still working between Route 7 and the Beltway. Single right lane gets you by. And then out Manassas between the rest area and 234 Sudley Road. Uh, single right lane gets you by the work zone. They were working in the express lanes adjacent to that work zone, also blocking a right lane. So you're getting by a single file to the left in the express lanes. But again, for now, no delays in either portion of 66 there out Manassas. Rich Hunter, WTOB Traffic. Storm Team 4 tracking a cold front that's making its way through the area that will provide us with a pretty significant change over the next couple of days. It has been very mild so far this March, but your Tuesday is looking a little cooler. Not bad, still about average. Average high temperatures around 53. We'll see rather windy conditions, though. Even with sunshine, it will feel rather cool. Winds gusting upwards of 30, 35 miles an hour. As you make your way into the day on Wednesday, highs in the upper 40s to around 50 degrees. And then Thursday, went for a high of 54. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. We're at 42 in Rockville, 43 Ashburn, 42 District Heights, 45 degrees at our nation's capital. At United Bank, the community bank of the nation's capital, we know the financial decisions you're making to keep your families and future secure. With a long history of safe, sound, relationship-driven banking practices, we provide our customers with peace of mind protection. We offer the best of both worlds, the technology, products, and expertise you expect from a big bank, but with the personal touch and local decision-making only a local community bank delivers. Learn more at bankwithunited.com. Member FDIC. If you've been driving ordinary because you think you can't afford luxury, think again. The luxury vehicle you deserve is waiting for you at Select Auto Imports, a five-star dealer that's been matching D.C. area customers with like-new BMWs, Mercedes, Maseratis, and more for over 30 years. Drive your dream car with no payment for three months. And right now, all premium vehicles up to 33% off of MSRP. Select Auto Imports in Alexandria, Virginia, and at selectautoimports.com. Drive luxury for less and find out what drives you. Washington. Breaking news happens every day. This just in from Arlington. So can you really afford to miss even a single day of WTOP? We're hearing about an incident in Bethesda. Everything you need, every time you listen. WTOP News. Are you or someone in your life struggling to find meaningful work because of a disability? For 60 years, Melwood has been championing employment for people with disabilities with an emphasis on empowerment and inclusion. Before Melwood, Melissa was rejected by employers who wouldn't even consider her resume due to her disability. She was forced to take short-term work that failed to provide her with the benefits, growth, and longevity that she craved. When Melissa connected with Melwood, her skills, interests, and positive team energy were immediately seen and valued. At Melwood, we have positions available across the DMV at federal agencies that can serve as a starting or transition point in your career. We offer competitive pay and benefits and an inclusive environment for people with and without disabilities. Open positions include administrative assistants, landscaping and groundskeepers, and custodial workers, among others. Visit melwood.org forward slash jobs to learn more about Melwood's employment services and how we can work together to find the right fit for you. That's melwood.org forward slash jobs. 
This is WTOP News. Luckily, the man accused of shooting two Baltimore County police officers in early February has been indicted by a grand jury this week. David Lithencombe of Cokiesville was indicted on 27 different counts, we're told, including attempted first-degree murder. Prosecutors say in the case on February 8th, Lithencombe actually opened fire on his father and one officer outside a home after his father called police concerned about his son's mental state. Lithencombe ran off, we're told, after then shooting the second officer the next day when stealing the officer's truck. He was eventually found in neighboring Harford County. And now former mayor of College Park will not be released on bond after all as he faces more than 50 child pornography charges. About a dozen people were there in support of 47-year-old Patrick Wyon, and his lawyer admitted to the judge that all of them assumed the former College Park mayor's guilty. But he also argued that possessing child pornography didn't make Wyon a threat and that Wyon would have the support needed to not be a danger. After casting doubt on how cooperative Wyon was early on, the crux of the prosecution's arguments against letting Wyon out on bond was... These images were disgusting. The details described in court, too graphic to describe here. State's attorney Aisha a brave boy simply saying they're just absolutely just outrageous and Wyon will remain behind bars without bond at the courthouse in upper marlboro john dome in wtop news now Wyon is married to an employee of hubbard radio washington dc which owns wtop a family argument turns deadly locally in prince william county over the weekend sunday night. police say an 80 year old man opened fire on 60 year old frank mateo at a home along fullerton road just off dale boulevard in woodbridge the two men were involved in an argument and that's when police say it escalated escalated and the suspect opened fire, hitting Mateo in the upper body. Mateo later died at a hospital. The suspect is now in custody and police are looking into what led up to the shooting. Anyone with information about the investigation should reach out to Prince William County Police. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. A Fairfax County mother charged with shooting and killing her two daughters in 2018 in their McLean apartment is using an insanity defense in her case. Here in Circuit Court, the judge told potential jurors that Veronica Youngblood is pleading not guilty by reason of insanity. She's charged with two counts of murder and gun counts in the deaths of her 15-year-old daughter, Sharon, and 5-year-old daughter, Brooklyn. In pretrial motions, Youngblood's public defender has called her client deeply mentally ill and says she planned to kill herself the night her daughters were killed. If convicted, Veronica Youngblood could face two life sentences. In Fairfax, Neil Augenstein, WTOP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. At 325, we check in with Mr. Rob Woodfork this morning. The Capitals closed out a four-game road trip with a 4-2 defeat in Los Angeles, in which the Kings outshot the Capitals 19-3 in the first period, Peter Laviolette. They were faster. They were on pucks. They were on the fourth check. They... Got it into the offensive zone, just fired pucks from everywhere, and that created opportunity. You know, we were second everywhere out there. We weren't quick enough. The Caps fared better in the final two frames, but not well enough to avoid an eighth loss in their last 11 games. The CAA championship game at the ESA will pit Charleston against UNC Wilmington at 7 p.m. The Cougars got by Towson with a big second-half effort. The Seahawks erased an early 12-point deficit to beat Hofstra in overtime. Speaking of Seahawks, Geno Smith has agreed to a three-year deal in Seattle worth a reported $105 million 
million. Derek Carr is signed with the Saints rather than the Jets, getting a four-year deal with a reported $100 million in guaranteed money. No such cash flow for Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. The former unanimous MVP still does not have a new long-term deal, so the Ravens will continue to work right up to the 4 p.m. franchise tag deadline to make that happen.